0: Hello, friends, and welcome to World Build With Us, the podcast where we create fantastical worlds will help from you, our listeners. My name is Rob Hilferty, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Daniel Quinn and Courtney Staples. On today's episode, longtime listener Kyle the Gnome Waiter is back with a spooky prompt just in time for spooky season. It's, it's kind of spooky anyway. We'll get into it. Before we do, of course, if you want us to build your world, you can always go to our website, worldbuildwithus.com. Click the link, follow the instructions, and within a reasonable amount of time, we'll be building your world. If you want to follow us on social media, we are on Twitter over at Let's World Build. If you want to come join our Discord, where we are chatting about all sorts of cool stuff, and we've got an amazing spooky thread going on over there right now at the time of this recording then you can go and join our Discord. Follow the link in the description of the episode. And of course, if you're feeling particularly generous or just want access to the sweet, sweet patron-only goodies that we have, you can give us money over on Patreon, where you can gain access to patron-only episodes, early releases, or most recently, double the episode length, then you can go and give us money over on Patreon. Follow the link in the episode description or our website for that. Now, with all the rigmarole out of the way, let's get right into the prompt. Kyle, the gnome waiter says, This is a space setting mixing Western, swashbuckling, horror, and political intrigue elements. Long distance travel is based around wormhole-like routes that need to be found and mapped out. Venturing through space is a dangerous job, but there are many who take on a life in the stars generally space pirates and cow folk. The tenets, the wormholes used for travel are not naturally created and are incredibly old. Number two, something slash things lurks inside the wormholes. And number three, a catastrophic event may be on the horizon and almost everyone is afraid of what's coming to pass. So a big thank you again to Kyle, the gnome waiter. It's always fun to get one of your prompts and let's get right into it. So Courtney inaugural spooky season. Well, not quite, but inaugural spooky season tenet, What's it going to be?
1: <laughs> My first one is that whatever is in the wormholes is drawn to either a natural movement or power or heat or something along those lines uh, such that the best way to get through the wormholes is to power down your ship as much as possible. So basically, you'd give yourself a boost towards the wormhole and shut almost everything down and just drift, so you don't attract the attention of whatever lurks inside.
0: Space drifting through the wormhole—that is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> um, I, I do, I do love that because it does amp up the spooky. Because you're kind of forced to watch out the window as you slowly drift by whatever is in the wormhole. Right, right. Daniel, do you have any tenants that are related to the wormhole? Or what's in the wormhole specifically?
2: Um, Not what's in it specifically, but I do have something that that attaches to it.
0: Well, that sounds great, but I have something that is directly related to what's in the wormhole. No. And I'd love Mm. to kind of give this off. And this is kind of where – I, I want to amp up the spooky just a little bit. Um, because what's in the wormhole? and, and Courtney, I, I'm sorry, I don't I want to go back. That's really cool, thematically appropriate and very fun. I really appreciate it. I just want I want to point that out there.
1: Thanks. I was also thinking that like on the flip side, you know, if you've powered down to the bare essentials of your ship, you're also this like sitting duck for those uh, space pirates that were mentioned mm-hmm. in the prompt.
2: Oh, tactically, that's really cool. Yeah. I was also going to say, like, you said that it's it's interested in heat or, like, movement or whatever. And I thought, like, you know, when you think back to, like, naval ships or even, like, submarines, that's really cool moments for, like, instrumentation scenes mm-hmm. where they're, like, yeah. looking at their instruments and they're having to, like, power down all the systems just to life support, just to drift through. So you've got these really cool mm-hmm. kind of, like, horror setup scenes.
0: I'm pretty sure that's a DOS boot scene, isn't it? Has anyone seen Das Boot or is it? Am I, I just haven't. An old man? But it, okay. it
1: was also in Red October, I think, Hunt for Red October. Oh, Red October Maybe yes.
0: that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, because I've only ever seen two submarine movies, so <laughs> <laughs> I
2: like can definitely see like a scene where it's like we've turned everything off, including life support, and now we only have five minutes before like we're depressurized and our air is gone. Mm-hmm. But we have to keep it off and glide through, you know.
0: Right like the fact that like you're literally holding your breath like you're forced to literally hold your breath because the oxygen systems go off or something like that like that's really good. Yeah.
1: Or you're sitting there in like a spacesuit with just your oxygen yeah. tank keeping you alive. Yeah,
0: that's great. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get those good spooky vibes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um yeah, I I I want to I want to jump in here because uh I I want to talk about what's in the wormhole, you guys. What's in the wormhole is yourself or Uh, Actually, copies of yourself, because every time you jump through a wormhole, you are left and stuck in the wormhole itself.
2: And what comes out the other end is actually just a copy. That's funny because um, one of my tenants would support that. And also because like I I wanted it to be something trippy like that, which I think is cool.
0: Yeah. And, and now that I'm, that's, I'm, I'm so excited to hear your tenets, Daniel, because yeah, like this is, I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is like such a fun way to do this. Like, mm-hmm. and now when you like consider like Courtney's tenant as well, like you're drifting through and you're seeing like doppelgangers of yourself, like mm-hmm. trying to pound their way into okay. your ship.
1: That's horrifying.
0: Yeah. And I mean, if you're a if you're like a space jockey, someone who takes these wormholes frequently, you're going to have like multiple versions of yourself, like all stuck together or like all not stuck like physically. But I mean, like clustered together or or I mean, th- th- I don't know. There's just like so many great chances for horrifying imagery. Like what happens if the copies of yourself turn on each other and you're just watching like space viscera. Kind of float, and there's one person, or there's one you left, and they've just got the death stare
2: on you. You know,
1: like covered in blood and shit. Yeah.
2: Oh, absolutely. When you say copies, is it like when a ship goes through a wormhole? Um, the there's another like ship that's left behind. Like, what's exactly happened?
0: Okay, Um Daniel, you love Star Trek. Yes. Uh, do you <laughs> remember the episode where the teleporter fucks up and it creates a copy of Riker and mm. Riker? Uh, lives out an entire other life on that planet yeah basically that so it's basically like this is a teleporter um but what it's actually doing is like it's copying you but then not in the other location yeah like yeah exactly so like you're caught you will by putting yourself through the wormhole
2: you're condemning a version of yourself to die in that wormhole now, is, Um, it also copying, like, because we're passing through on a ship, right? So is the ship being copied as well? I think the smartest way to approach that is to just say that it, like, just copies organic material or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say. So how do we, so how do we pass through the wormhole? What do you mean? So if I'm on a ship and I'm passing through the wormhole, right? Oh, damn it! This is where okay. Right. It's soft sci-fi, Daniel. It's soft. It's soft. <laughs> it's very soft sci-fi. Well, I mean, so even with soft sci-fi, we're, we're so think of it this way: like if we said, step back genre-wise, like there's hard sci-fi where we really need to give some kind of meaningful explanation from a science point of view. Yep. But in soft sci-fi, we still have logic to deal with, right? Right. So this is so I need to understand if I'm on a ship and I go through the wormhole on my ship. Like, am I just coming back on the same ship? And like, my physical body has been copied. Is that what's happening?
0: Repeat that question.
2: So, if I'm going, so wormhole really is just uh, it's it's a it's a shortcut through space, right? So, if I'm going through right. this wormhole, am, is it, you're saying it's organic matter? So, is the is is me being copied? So, like, and my ship is exactly the same. So it's the same ship that passes through. So, my ship is unaffected by it.
0: Right. So your, your physical body,
2: your, your meat space is like, mm. yeah, there. So is that, so my original me is left behind. And then at the other end, it's this copy that's, that's. Well, separate.
0: remember that there's no distinction, right? Like, because if you, if you make a copy of yourself at that same time, they, they're not going to see themselves as a copy. There's no distinction between the copy.
2: Sure, I'm not asking that. I just want to understand physically. Like, am I the original me left behind, and there's a copy of me that's that's deposited on the other end in the same ship?
0: I, I'm having trouble understanding it because
2: you shouldn't be making the distinction. It doesn't matter which is the copy. Well, there's a physical distinction though. Like, if so, if I if I go in on my ship, right? And now two of me are made. One is left behind, and the other me is is deposited on the other end of the wormhole. Is that what's yeah. happening? And I'm on and I'm on the same ship.
0: I think it'd be more fun and more terrifying if there's no distinct answer to that question.
2: What happened? The reason why I'm asking this question is because if it's the original ship on the other end of the wormhole, the other me is left in space without a ship.
0: I think that there is some kind of property about the wormhole that allows that to be like sustainable for humans. I, I, again, I'm going like very, very soft with this. Like, I'm using sci-fi not as like a genre, but like a flavor here.
2: I just like I kind of need answers to these questions to understand yeah. how it works. Like, is the, are these people floating in space then in the wormhole, or they like in
0: the wormhole,
2: dematerialize yes. somehow so they become some kind of psychic energy?
0: Well, well, I, I'd say that they're like, oh, maybe you know what? I'm okay with like kind of making that kind of thing where it's like a copy of like a ghost of you and so what they really crave is like a physical body because maybe they are like kind of dematerialized through the wormhole but it's still a copy of you yeah
2: okay Okay. cool i just want to get my head around it because like okay so that that makes sense so then it's like i'm in my you know we'll call them me a and me b so me me b is on the other side of the wormhole in my original ship but then me um a is somehow in part of the wormhole now like i'm super physical in a sense and i'm in the wormhole in some way yeah i think that makes sense okay yeah. cool yeah um just so, well, to just support your concept because i really like that because um, one of my tenants was there are no alien civilizations in the known universe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i like that because that gives a rationale for how the wormhole is this mysterious thing I think it's super neat because it's like it'll it's something that we're starting with like the super secret right that that's the twist of the whole setting which is interesting and now we can like reverse justify it so I like I I just want I just needed for my brain to make sense of it I just needed to specifically understand the steps but I think what we laid out makes all the sense of the world now Mm, great and it makes sense because if they're if they're like dematerialized or turned to some kind of like psychic essence that's why the ships wouldn't be affected by it because they're not Mm -hmm. sentient. So it seems, sentience might be the the factor, right? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's a valid yeah. point.
1: Then I wonder how my thing ties into it. Like, is it the the heat or the movement of the ship that's drawing this energy towards the it? The sentience.
0: I was going to say, yeah. It's like, oh wait, no, because wh- what what do these what do these echoes want? What do these ghost copies? want? Oh,
1: mean? like a a solid form, material for shelter. Yeah,
0: right. Because imagine, okay, imagine. Uh, you are the, you are the echo. You are the copy, right? You are like, you see yourself as your shift starts to drift away, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I've been decoupled from my body. How do you I get back, back to yeah. it? Mm-hmm. And then the horror is watching as your ship flies on without you, as you are like mm-hmm. your ethereal form, like starts to go through parts of your ship. And then all of a sudden the ship is gone. And you're like, It's traumatic. It's terrifying, yeah, yeah. right? But you're still you. You still want your physical body back because you don't understand that. It, you know, like you probably think that it's a doppelganger that's replaced you. There's a number of different things, but that experience is like, oh fuck, what happened?
2: Well, and to answer Courtney's question, like the particular question, because your question was like, um, it's after heat or it's after some kind of thing that the ship emits. Yeah,
1: or like, mm. why? Why do they have to power down the ship? Oh yeah, when that's they true. go through, yeah.
2: I imagine one of the ways you can try to explain that is that, like, sure, the brain itself, is it's a form of energy, too, right? But the ship generates a whole lot of disturbance and energy mm. passing through. Mm. So it could be that these ghost-like spirits, sure, they're attracted to the sentience, which is a form of energy, but the presence of the ship really alerts them.
1: Yeah, And that makes sense. once
2: they glom onto that, then they can get to the minds.
0: Mm. Uh, maybe, Maybe there is something to this idea that, like, Maybe there's something, like, it's much easier for them to just hear that static or, like, it, it attracts them, right? So mm-hmm. they right. can hear it for miles around or something like that, and that's what it is. It's not like they're, they're like, glomming onto it like moths to a flame or anything, but it's like, oh, what's that? And then mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. when they're
2: like, is that my ship? Well, because then you have to power down, right? And then it's not only as a matter of powering down and trying to glide mm-hmm. through, but they're ultimately attracted to the sentience. So that means you probably Mm -hmm. also have to like keep your mind quiet.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And the fear will make that easier for them to find you. Mm. That's true. Oh, wow.
0: That's kind of messed
1: up. This brings me back to that um, land of a thousand dreamers. I think it was, or the, the dream Vikings basically, where um, they kind of had to like put themselves under when they went through this like storm. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of similar where it's like, maybe they're taking medication or drugs or like doing some sort of meditation thing to like quiet their mind while they go through. And then, like you said, if, if you kind of snap out of it and go, Oh shit, Oh shit. That's when the the spirits can go like hone in right on you.
0: I think from a horror perspective, forcing the the people to be awake and not just being able to like take drugs to knock themselves out, it would be more fun and more uh, effective from a horror perspective. Egg. So like, let's, let's come up with a reason as to why they can't just knock themselves out.
1: Uh, maybe the timing of the wormhole is completely unpredictable. Like you don't know how long you're going to be in there. So if you take a drug that's supposed to knock you out for X amount of time, like if your ship gets out on the other end and the entire cruise still pass out, then that makes you a target for pirates and stuff
0: okay, that's actually extra brilliant because <laughs> it adds to the tension of the space drift, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, okay, we're going into this wormhole. And last time it only took five minutes. And so we weren't, you know, we had enough oxygen, but mm-hmm. we've had, mm-hmm. you know, drifts that lasted a day or two days. Like having that variable time is, yeah. I can, I can imagine a story where this is the longest it's ever taken for us to get through the wormhole. And it's now four days in and cabin fever and desperation yeah. really start to kick in. And it's, yeah, you just amp up that tension. you yeah, amp, it up, terrifying. amp it up, Amp it up, amp it up. Yeah, that's, that's great. And of course you have to be quiet or like at least relatively quiet. You can't be having like screaming matches with your fucking crew because otherwise you'll attract the attention of the echoes and the doppelganger copies or whatever so yeah that's really
2: good i like that courtney it raises some questions about how pirates are able to operate in the space more safely who says they are Hmm. well i mean the pirates i assume have to adopt the same precautions that we would otherwise they would get possessed um and pirates they exist because they're trying to make use of a they're trying to exploit an, an economic mm-hmm. feature, right? That's the whole mm-hmm. uh, concept of a pirate. So if they don't have some form of protection against these ghosts, then they really can't board other ships.
1: <laughs> or it could be like they're lingering like right on the outside edges. Okay, That's what I was thinking. So like, yeah, so a ship traveling through would have to power down at that point, but Mm -hmm. they could still be kind of lingering there. And it's probably not safe. You're right that they are Mm -hmm. running that risk. Um, And then on the other end, they're waiting there. And like, so you have to be really ready if you've just traveled through a wormhole to like jump into action right away and Mm -hmm. power up your ship and get away before they can charge in. That makes more sense to me. Exactly.
2: And then then it's like they're at the lip of they're they're predicting where you exit and they're going to attack you right then. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's perfect.
0: I mean, imagine that like you're, you power down, you're ready for the drift. And then all of a sudden a giant space harpoon comes and like yanks your ship out of trajectory Yeah, Um, or, or like you just, you just ended up having to like hold your breath for like an hour or something like that. Or like, you know, really shallow, really like low oxygen stakes. And then you finally are able to turn your ship on But like as you're turning on life support again, bam, 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 bam. Like all of a sudden you're boarded and like, okay, yeah, no, we need, we need oxygen. So fuck it. Like take our stuff, whatever. It doesn't Um, matter. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love love where we're going (laughs) so far with this fucking setting. Absolutely. Uh, Loop us back around, Courtney. Daniel, you already got your tenant off, right? Yeah. My first one was um, there are no aliens. Right. No aliens. Right, 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 right. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, Courtney. Yeah. Hit us, hit us with your second tenant. What do you got for us?
1: Uh, this one is pretty simple. Um, the network of wormholes ultimately leads back to a central point that has yet to be discovered.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: Because um, in, the, in the prompt, one of the tenets was that the wormholes aren't naturally created. So I mm-hmm. imagine that something in the past had, had created these as highways or routes towards a certain point.
0: You're, um, you're making threads in a spider web.
1: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Just redoing that again. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, like this is if we want to Stephen King it, then yes, mm-hmm. we could absolutely have like true, yeah. the expanded universe. But like, you know, context added and stuff like that. Um, I, Yeah, I don't see why we couldn't just like have it. So like at the center of this thing is like a spider. And metaphorically, Daniel, I know that I don't want to fuck with your <laughs> tenant, except this is the one time where I can actually play foil to you and make an exception to that rule. So I'm I'm very tempted, but for now, for now I will say that there is not a giant space spider at the center of this, but we'll we'll find out. I think we'll discover as we mm-hmm. continue on.
2: I think there's um opportunity to play more with your theme of it being a reflection of the self in the wormhole i would i would be interested if what if the um the core of all of this comes back to earth like we're we're looking to use these wormholes to get further and further out in space but what if the event or whatever that created these starts with us you know because Mm. it, it seems to copy us right And that would suggest, and it's artificially made, that would suggest someone had some intention here. And it would be interesting if after doing all this journeying, we end up back on Earth in some other context.
0: (gasps) Or you're traveling through a mirrored universe. So eventually Mm -hmm. you go far enough and you'll eventually loop – you'll hit the actual Earth. Like yeah, rather than the I copy mean. that you're from, yeah, absolutely, didn't. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I mean that that quote unquote spider. If you take it metaphorically, it's like the spider at the center of the web is yourself. You know?
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: that's great. That's and then you don't cool. know how many time that that repeats itself. So there, mm-hmm. how many Earths are there? You know, right?
1: There could be infinite universes out there.
0: Right, but they're all like you can travel to each one. Yeah, it's, it's not like uh, where you're busting through planes. It's like no, you can just travel to all the Earths. You know, whatever. It's cool. Like that's actually really interesting. That's an interesting way of approaching it as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's really great. That's so exciting. (laughs) All right. So uh, for my tenant, for my second, because I went second last time, I'm going to go ahead again. Um, I I wanted to play with the catastrophic event that might be on the horizon. And I think it's obvious and I think it's simple. But the thing that everyone is terrified of is The release of all of those pent-up psychic spirits, echoes, doppelgangers that are in the wormholes. And I think it's simple and terrifying to have copies of yourself all trying to hunt you down and reclaim what they think is theirs. And that's really just what I wanted to do.
2: It's funny because when I thought about it, my feeling was like the collapse of the wormholes would be a catastrophe. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what you're describing. (laughs) Pretty much.
0: But like collapse in a very different kind of way, you Mm -hmm. know,
2: because it unleashes the psychic forces. It's like
0: bursting at the seams, you know, like with so many psychic copies. Ugh, yeah, it's fun. It's Mm -hmm. very fun. Simple. Uh, I really want to take it there. I I think it's an obvious one, but I also think it's something that like I want to codify. And, like, I feel like I could have also definitely just cheated and said, like, oh, yeah, um, by the way, this is a really good. No, I just want to codify it. Like, I want this to be one of my tenets. I think, it, like, that is mm-hmm. on the horizon. And I think that, like, it's known and
2: is being currently studied. One question I have is um- – I, I wonder if people don't know the nature of inside of the wormholes. They know there's this kind of spooky danger, but I have a feeling that like the organizations in play may know the truth, but the average person operating through it doesn't. And so they may have knowledge of imminent collapse, but not necessarily what that will mean um, mm-hmm. from, a, yes. from a psychic mm-hmm. explosion point of view. Correct.
0: Yeah, I, I think that like the fact that you just see people in the wormholes – is like scary enough. And then like, I think that only people who travel through the wormholes consistently will be able to recognize themselves because if if you're, you know, imagine that like, okay, there's the three of us and we go through the wormhole and then there's a bunch of people who go through behind us. Like they're not going to recognize themselves, but they're going to see us and they're not going to recognize that they're copies of people. Mm -hmm. Right. And of course that now, now I'm thinking about this now that I'm saying this, imagine that you see someone in the wormhole and then you see them in real life. You know, like, what do you make from that? You know, like, what do you what do you take away from that? Like, oh my God, you're one of the people in the wormhole. You know, is it terror? Is it like, why do I know this person? Why have I seen this face before? You know, like, I think that there's a bunch of really interesting, cool narratives that you can talk about in a bunch of dialogues that you can have by keeping that mystery there. You know, that that's really fun.
1: Yeah, I'm also wondering, like, why people are using these so much, even with that risk. And like you said something before that made me think of like corporations kind of hiding the, the truth of the situation from their workers and basically like keep pushing forward for the sake of money, um, even though you're running this risk of, you know, your crew being replaced by doppelgangers or ultimately running the risk of this entire thing collapsing and potentially destroying everything.
2: I mean, there's there's a bunch of answers to that. I think all of which are sinister. Um, <laughs> for one, I think overall as a global thing, I think the first answer would have to be that it doesn't seem like faster than light travel is possible or known mm-hmm. how to do. And that's why we're using wormholes. Yeah. So, so that's probably the initial emphasis. But then for two, this thing is copying and copying people to put them back in the world, be keeping the original, so keeping an instance of yourself, and also putting yourself back out there, it makes me wonder if if that's an intentional thing. Like if there is an original yeah. "quote unquote" Earth, um, you know, are they trying to preserve all of humanity through this mechanism? Are they trying to um, like conserve stuff? Because if 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 there's copies of us at different points in our lives saved in these wormholes. That seems like some kind of massive, like, storage network.
1: Almost. Yeah, like a backup.
2: Yeah. So it makes me wonder, and if there's an Earth at the center of this, is this like, was this set up on purpose to, I don't know, preserve the universe in some way? I don't know. And it would also, it also makes me wonder if they were artificially constructed. You got to think about the distances between star systems, right? Like, if there's not a built <laughs> you'd be too because like the wormholes wormholes pulls a question for the setting like mm-hmm. i think even with soft and hard sci-fi like there's logical questions that get posed just like when you have like hard and soft magic and fantasy i know like w- the point of wormhole is to, to gap two huge spaces and if we're moving from like say i don't know our system to like alpha centauri and we don't have like faster than light travel and if we have faster than light travel that will negate the purpose of wormholes then that means we're talking about you know years and years and years and years to get a tiny distance so if mm-hmm. these wormholes are the way between these two points and they pre-existed i wonder then if in the far distant past they were set up by originally traveling by the slow way to these places so it's, it seems like they have they would have had to have been put in place a long time ago yeah And whoever put them in place a long time ago if that's the earth that means we're talking about some weird distant parallel earth that did all this work and also intended to freeze our our histories in it as in the future
0: okay this is all making me think that it is how how can i put this it's a video game essentially or or perhaps not so much a video game but it is a massive hard drive in which all of the universes are stored perhaps there is a major ecological disaster And we have to put all of humanity's consciousness into something that it's the only way that we can save humanity. The world is doomed. The world is fucked. Put them on the hard drive, and then like at least that way we'll survive somehow, right? And then this is what's happening, which is why they're because the the other Earths are just backups to that original hard drive, and that's why you're able to travel between all of the Earths because again, if we're approaching this like the worlds are essentially, um, skyboxed, uh, then yeah, travel mm-hmm. between them, you know, like I think, I think that makes sense to me. And also I think that it shows deliberateness and it shows that like, okay, why would we need to create copies? And why would it create extra copies? Because that's kind of its original purpose is to make sure that humanity survives.
2: Actually, I like that. I mean, I like that as an explanation of why we did it. I just wonder, one thing I'm wondering and trying to understand is like, what is, what do we mean when we say multiple Earths? Like,
0: I, I think that it's like literally control C, control V down to everything. Like, just in a, in a different space.
2: Like, how did we get the first, second Earth? That's my question.
0: Well, like I said, it's, it's copy. Like, it, the entire universe in which we're talking about is taking place on a hard drive. And so the original Earth was copied and put onto this hard drive, and that's where it came from.
2: Oh, so you're imagining there's like a universe outside of it, our universe that's copying them.
0: Exactly, it's it's the simulation theory, but like with a little bit more thought put behind it. Like there, mm. we or rather, we have the reason as to why the simulation exists.
2: The only thing that concerns me about that is it puts um, the explanation outside of the reach of the narrative. And also it decreases the value of like the mystery earth at the center of the web.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, that That's a fair critique. Yeah.
2: I do like the idea of there being having been a pattern of copies, though. I just because that, that mirrors like what's in the wormholes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the counter to that patterning is to make there be an original. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. I'm just thinking
0: of the Matrix now, where like Neo meets the architect, and I'm like, oh, this fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking thinking of
2: Battlestar Galactica too, where they're searching for the original Earth, right? And they do find it. But it's Mm -hmm. like the question even there is like, is this the original Earth? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There's like a kind of a mystical quality to that.
0: Oh, okay. That's interesting. Maybe maybe there is something that we can do with it, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, could we. Could we go in that direction where like earth is at the center, but it's not a duplicate. It's, it's its own thing. That's been long abandoned because Mm -hmm. of it's like surrounded by all these wormholes. So traveling to it is extremely dangerous. Um, Basically human civilization has just spread out so dramatically over time that they've sort of lost the original earth.
0: How I, 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 what I want to know, how would we know that it's the original earth?
2: That could be part of the question. I mean, I like yes. what you were saying before, Rob, about um, this was a response to trying to save ourselves, and mm-hmm. maybe the original Earth, like Courtney's saying, is abandoned, and we're not sure how we can confirm it is the original Earth. But we don't even know if it is. Is did they succeed, and is their success the wormholes? Because they, if they can't mm-hmm. travel faster than light, maybe they created the first wormhole in their system. Yeah. And that sent them across space, right? And it cloned them, right? And the way they were able to do that is maybe they had an intention of going back or communicating back, but they were cloned, didn't realize they were cloned and they did it again and they did it again. And that began the network mm. and eventually forgot where they came from. That could be one way that it
1: happened. Mm. I see. Like maybe they were. it was almost like an escape route or mm-hmm. something. To another like,
2: planet. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like an original catastrophic event that sent them out and now
2: it's a literal teleporter like that's yeah, what they intended yeah. to do with it like they intended to teleport themselves to some safe space maybe they did get there yeah but what they did is they cloned themselves
1: because <laughs> mm-hmm. they didn't realize that that's what was happening mm-hmm. in the wormholes mm-hmm.
2: and now you've got this has happened over and over and over again and so the original earth is long forgotten
0: yeah all right so i, I love where we're going with this daniel why don't you hit us with your last tenet and we'll we can kind of nail things down start nailing things down a little bit more
2: what do you got yeah. for us this one's i you guys already did it which is great um it was just people <laughs> who linger too long in the wormholes or use them too frequently face space madness which oh, is yeah. an essential <laughs> feature <laughs> of how this works already yeah
0: so, yeah we've painted that pretty pretty well yeah I I think. Yeah. yeah i think so for sure mm-hmm. um great okay uh, let's recap the tenets, and then we can roll the twist and we will see where this goes, uh, as a reminder. And I think as a surprise to my co-hosts, uh, because it's spooky season, I am breaking up the spooky twist list mm-hmm. rather than the traditional twist list. So, uh, let's go through the recap and then we can get to the spooky twist list. Courtney, what was the first tenant? Can you remind me?
1: Yeah, it was uh, whatever is in the wormholes is drawn to something about the ships uh, so that you have to power down your ship when you go through. And I think we definitely resolved that. one.
0: I, I think we've made that a, a pretty core aspect mm-hmm. of the world thus far. I would agree yeah. with that. Sure. Uh, my first tenant was what is in the wormholes are actually copies of ephemeral or ethereal copies of yourself. Uh, that get created as you drift through a wormhole.
2: Yeah. I think that's definitely core to everything.
0: Very much so. Uh, Yeah. I'm I'm loving where we're going with the wormhole stuff so far. Very event horizon. Not not quite Event Horizon. Oh, because each of the wormholes is basically an Event
2: Horizon hellscape.
0: <laughs> no, no, because that was literal hell with like demons and barbed yeah. wire and the spikes. The spirit, the spirit of it. No, not necessarily. This is horror, right? We want a horror, horror situation.
2: So I could see different adventures. It could be that or sphere. Both of them have horror, mm-hmm. even um, what's the other one? Um the one with the, the sun, cell, the key. One... No, the well, the cube's nice, too. The one with the sun, <laughs> where they have to re- reactivate the sun or something?
1: Oh, uh, sunshine?
2: Yeah, like each of yes. those have like horrific psychological landscapes. It seems like that's yeah. what these, these wormholes create.
1: Kind of. Uh, Daniel, what
0: was your first tenet? Le- because we, we, we need to go there eventually with the twists, I mean.
2: There are no aliens in the known universe. Mm.
0: Yeah, because it's kind of like a solipsistic view of the universe because mm-hmm. it's all copies of Earth, right? Right. So it's like, yeah, we only know ourselves, so that's the only thing we're going to copy. Mm-hmm. Sense. Yeah, and and obviously that works. It's exciting. It's fun. Let's loop it back around, Courtney. What was your second tenant?
1: Uh, that was that the wormhole network leads back to an undiscovered central point,
0: which is Earth. Yeah, which and is yeah Earth. yeah we we've we've solidified that point. We've definitely gotten that down. Mm-hmm. Um, my second tenant was that the the doom that is coming is the release of all of these copies onto the physical world, uh, the breaking of the wormholes and then, you know, them spilling out all that good stuff. I think that we haven't really talked about that, but that's because that isn't what's going that hasn't happened yet. in the right. world, Yeah. But that's OK. I think that's exciting mm-hmm. because I think that we've also created like intrigue around it by like the cover up by corporations and other people and stuff like that. So I think that was a good that that was a good way to kind of incorporate that more into the world building.
1: Yeah, yeah. It leads to this like background tension, which is good.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And Daniel, finish us off here, Daniel. We're exhausted. We need some orange juice. Finish us <laughs> off. What's the last tenant that you want to hit us with?
2: It was the space madness, which we've already done.
0: We'll really we <laughs> extensive <Yeah>. space madness. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. We're ready to roll that twist off the spooky
1: list. And one thing that I I don't want to lose track of before we continue to is that the prompt does mention like western and swashbuckling aspects, which we, yeah, we really did nothing with that. touched on. <laughs> no, yet.
0: we we got the. I would push back that we no, definitely got the, the pirate vibe.
1: Uh-huh. The, the pirates, yeah, I guess,
0: yeah. The pirates we've
2: talked about. But we the, don't have any the, rationale for their existence. They're just lingering at the edges of wormholes, <laughs> stealing well, I,
1: stuff. I feel like swashbuckling <laughs> has a different vibe than just yes. like general piracy to me.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh Okay. Because, like but buccaneers,
2: let's... like or this adventuring it suggests, you know.
1: Maybe it's that they can't use like technological type weapons oh. because of the danger, like right next to the wormholes. So they have to use. Like actual like primitive swords and things like that, like primitive weaponry. Like they have to manually board your ship, like an EM field.
0: That's kind of fun. I can mess with that, sure. Yeah, so like, you know what? Let us let's, let's put it let's put a pin in this, roll the spooky twist. Wait, wait, and then wait, wait, hold on before we that. do that, I want to expand well, on
2: that. I think there's more to that <laughs> that we could we could really make it <laughs> slash bookly
0: Okay, mm. why don't we why don't we wait for the twist and then you can bring it no, in No, because
2: let's <laughs> negate that. It's well, good, fuck you, I'm rolling <laughs> no, goddamn dice. I think though if if those wormholes are in each system mm. and we have this like em field that on the lip of it um makes it difficult to use technology we could expand that we could say the presence of these wormholes in the systems the em field is the whole fucking system so the planets that they're on they're all they can't use technology other than we'll have to figure out why other than the ships because then mm. you'll have like a spell jammer kind of setting
1: oh interesting okay. wouldn't
2: that be new? Or maybe if the ships are powered by mines oh.
0: i want to i want to move away from that part because that's definitely a trope that we've done at least once if not more than once so
2: not mines yet.
0: The mines part, yeah, yeah. The 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 making them like more like physical ships. I'm okay mm-hmm. with, but I I agree we need a good reasoning as to why like because then I feel like with without any kind of electromagnetic like technology right. that becomes way 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 more dangerous and like while normally that might be fun I feel like the simple tension of not maybe it's like a a set distance around the wormhole that might be. Something Because having an mm. entire system with an EMP field, I think, is unsatisfying for this particular setting for me.
1: Or it could also just be not like an actual field, but just the danger of using that stuff close enough because that mm. runs the risk of like drawing those clone spirit things out.
2: What I'm trying to do with it, it doesn't have to be an EM field that disables mm. all technology. What I'm trying to do with what you're saying, Courtney, expanding it, is I think it will give a flavor to this world that we don't have. Like if, yeah. if for example, some limited form of technology is possible, I don't know what or how, then you would, when I'm thinking about what this world looks like, now you have planets that are like um, swashbuckling planets where yeah. like you have airships. Like Wild
1: West kind of stuff. Yeah, Wild West Sea,
2: there. because there's limited tech and mm-hmm. it might be a result of these wormholes existing. I think that would be neat. I don't know whether that means like no tech or, or low tech with the exception of the ships.
1: Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah
2: because that puts us on the precipice of really giving this world a flavor because as it is all I'm picturing is like you know uh alien people are restricted to their ships and maybe like faceless pirates that attack us that's all i've got so far what if
1: what if using like constantly using energy industry that sort of technology this like probably makes no scientific sense whatsoever but if it slowly over time bends the wormholes towards that source of energy. So if you're consistently using like high level technology over time, you're going to attract the attention of the wormhole. It expands its size. Yeah. Like the spirits like notice and start moving, like shifting it towards you or something essentially.
2: Oh, and that, that would drive civilization to not be super high tech.
1: Right. Cause if they if they keep going with that, they're mm-hmm. gonna get gobbled up by the wormhole. Except point. for like
2: liftoffs and like getting yeah. ships out there.
1: Okay, that sounds dope
0: as hell. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. I was, yeah. I was a little like. Well, wait. What's going to prevent anyone from doing that? I don't see why that would just stop people. But now I'm like, oh wait, no. I completely, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Everyone honey. will
2: die. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Daniel, why would that stop anyone? Yeah. <laughs> like, look at our fucking current situation and tell me that that's going to stop anyone from doing anything. No parallels fucking, whatsoever. No. Yeah.
1: Exactly. No, I, I'm imagining now that that actually did happen to a couple mm-hmm. worlds early on, yeah. and then they were like, "Oh fuck, we need Maybe to happen to, to, to stop." Uh,
2: and earth was enveloped
1: yeah at the center of this like massive (gasps) world like hence the copies yeah Um, oh my god yeah you uh got like (laughs) like okay
0: i know that we've been operating under the idea that like it only copies organic material right Uh but like
2: when it takes the whole world, who knows? Yeah,
0: mm. these are all psychic copies of the world. Like it's yeah. the only thing that materially can be
2: reproduced. The wormhole. Each wormhole is in fact an instance of the originally copied war earth that was enveloped. Oh. Oh.
0: Wow, we're going deep in it. Yeah. Yes, added <laughs> <There's> the <attitude> to <laughs>
2: by more people passing through. Hence, having yeah. these collections of people.
0: Oh shit. Oh, yeah.
2: shit. Yeah. I mean, and, and to the question like of maybe there's an organization like there's an organization that's trying to, to keep these rules in place. But, you know, you've got the pirates. They're the ones that are like, fuck you. We need to survive. We're on the fringe worlds. You know, mm-hmm. like we're going to use our ships whenever we want. And that's the big tension in the setting, like politically, you know. Yeah. Because he's had political intrigue too.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. And I imagine that there are still like companies and groups that are pushing their luck mm-hmm. to to like, oh we can we can use this tech for a little bit longer. Their emissions
2: standards. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> right. Or exactly. it's about
0: like riding the line of technology where it's like, okay, we're gonna have twenty years where we can use this really high tech stuff, but then mm-hmm. we've gotta revert back to Western like to wild west
2: times. J- yeah. just for
0: just yeah. to like make sure that it goes away. You know, like mm-hmm. there's that level of tension I mean, I could,
2: as well. I could see like a kind of the eco cops that are go from world to world, where like (laughs) they're looking for energy signatures to shut people down, you know. But that's what the pirates do: is they turn things on for a short time and jet, turn it off, you know, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing Mm -hmm. to avoid the eco cops. (laughs) Eco
1: cops. I love it. Cops. Space eco cops. (laughs) Space
2: cops.
0: Wait, yeah, I was gonna say I'm like spaco cops. (laughs) There we go. Spaco cops. Yeah. Or space cops I guess.
2: space <laughs> <seems> Yeah.
0: <laughs> Genius. Oh, uh, yeah. This is why I'm on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. For the love of God, I'm yes. going to roll the fucking okay. twist now. I'm going to roll this goddamn die, okay? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. I forgot that I have oh no okay how bad is the it spooky twist the spooky twist is now add in killer clowns
2: <laughs>
1: that's amazing oh my god
2: I oh love god it. well okay clowns can be interpreted okay you know they can be interpreted mm-hmm. what are clowns about what do they mean to us what do you what does that mean, Daniel? So, so what is a clown? A clown is a killer clown or scary the reason why clowns are scary, why are they scary? I okay, to start, clowns are supposed to be about producing joy and happiness for children, right? And for for young people. That we would agree that's generally the purpose of a clown. Yes, Daniel, is
0: your back okay from all of the bending backwards you're trying to get to well, just this think, metaphor?
2: Think about what a clown what is a clown for? To produce joy. Right. For yeah. children. Laughter, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And what's f- I don't know what's frightening about a clown, but a killer clown takes all that joy and that's for children and perverts it and makes it about horror, right? Yeah. So what what can we do with it in the same vein as because a killer clown means to me is saying Take whatever is joyful and laughter and fun and pervert that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And there's also something with clowns about like sort of exaggerating human features and stuff like that. Um, Weird colorful costumes. Yeah. What if there's something about like when two plus doppelgangers inhabit the same form and that, i i don't know
0: I, I i like where you're going i don't know how
1: that connects going. to clowns I mean the exaggeration it could be horrible but... and
2: clownish inside there <laughs> yeah i mean mm. like a funhouse kind of nightmare scape
0: <laughs> okay 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 let's let's roll with this we can we can do this i like where your head is at i like where we're going um how do we do it how do how do we make metaphorical clowns uh...
2: Well, okay, so run with what you're saying, Courtney. An exaggeration of their features, right? Yeah. So, and you're saying, like, it's some particular combination of... Does it have to be, like, a trigger or can it just be, like, the way that this functions in the wormhole space? What do you mean? So, like, you were saying if, like, say two of the same doppelgangers appear in Mm -hmm. the space. But what if it's just, like, this is the way these ghosts appear?
1: Oh, I see what you mean.
2: Because maybe it's just about, like, them looking grotesque and almost, like you know, fun house in a way like they're not, that's the way they, they appear to us. Like our killer clowns might actually Mm -hmm. be the ghosts, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, this,
0: that that's okay. I agree with you, Daniel. I agree with you almost completely. Here is where, here is where the, so, okay. What happens when you're uh, for, for all of the, all of the millennials and olds in the crowd, you have a Xerox machine You click the button and then you move it at the last second. Mm. What happens to that copy? Gets all distorted and
1: Mm -hmm. weird looking. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So, mind you, normally these copy processes, they're fine. Like you just make Mm. you as a ghost. But occasionally something happens in the wormhole and all of a sudden you have these grotesque funhouse mirrored versions of yourself and that is like that is the clown part it is it is maybe not about the core of the identity of the clown but more of the aesthetic of the clown of funhouse distortion but why do why are they killer cuz it's it's very specifically killer <laughs>
2: I mean, I love the Xerox analogy.
1: Yeah, that's really good.
2: I I think
0: it works. And I think that aesthetically it works for what we're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, or I I know that this is like a, um, I think it's a TikTok trend where like you, I've seen it where you like copy or like you, uh, I'm, Courtney, delete that. Delete all of it. I'm not going to do it. It's not happening. (laughs) Okay. Anyway.
1: Maybe it's something about like that shift, the Xerox shift also affects the psyche of the duplicate. Ooh, so like something yeah. about them mm-hmm. changes in such a way that they become like extremely violent or or something to that effect. <gasps> ooh, ooh, okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. So you know how we were saying or how I was saying that like the trauma of the event is to, re- is to feel as though – you are not the copy and that your body is getting away from you. Mm. You have the, you have the ability to self reflect and see that you are in fact, a grotesque version of yourself. Right. Mm. So you think at first, wait, my body, like my body is getting away. And then you look down and you're like, Oh no. And then bam, that's where like the mind break happens where you realize that you are in fact a copy. And then, so something in you breaks and, And you're like, okay, my entire desire is to get back to that body even more. I must destroy that and become human, become normal again. And there's this vicious, violent urge within you that it's replaced somehow, you know?
1: That's really cool. I like that.
0: That's that's great. Oh, guys, we made killer clowns work
2: somehow.
1: (laughs) I'm impressed. I'm very impressed.
2: I I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's about deconstruction, right? So like, yeah. I think whenever yeah. we yeah. want to, like, if you really confronted with something weird, just for our listeners, I feel like, and you're trying to, like, okay, well, how do we marry the concepts It seems incompatible? I think what I do in my head is I step back and say, well, what do these things mean? Usually, yeah. you know, you deconstruct them.
1: <laughs> no, I, I always yeah. appreciate that when you do that because it, it is agree an interesting well, way to Daniel. look at
0: stuff. Yes, I agree as well. Um, I'm glad that we didn't have to go down the it route. <laughs> or the killer clowns from outer space route, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where there is an entire copied universe where it's nothing but clowns. Like, yeah, th- this this works remarkably well somehow.
1: Well, there's our faction. It's a pirate ship full of uh, clown <laughs> entities.
0: <laughs> oh God, they're coming
1: for us! <laughs> oh wait, no. Now
0: we're just getting into like one piece territory where we have like themed pirates and stuff going around. Um, okay. This is somehow really great so far. Uh wh- yeah, let's let's go ahead and uh roll on the spooky list for the uh the faction that we're going with here. So the theme of this faction is going to be The theme of this faction is going to be secrets. Mm. See? and the thing that this faction is going to be focusing on is a tragedy.
1: Hmm. Ooh. Hmm.
0: All right, so faction, they're involving secrets and they're focusing on a tragedy. Obviously, I feel like the tragedy has to be covered up in some way and that's why the se- that's where the secrets come in.
1: Um, I'm wondering if we can tie it back in some way to the, the tragedy of like entire worlds being lost and consumed by the wormholes. Like how many people really know about that aspect of the world or of the universe.
0: Okay. Hear me out. The faction are actually copies. They're echoes who have lost their world. And so like, they're actually working towards like making sure it doesn't happen again, because I think what might be interesting is to like, kind of, humanize these copies a little bit more by making them more active parts of the story, you know, by organizing them. So they're not just mindless zombie ghosts. They're actually like people who have goals, ambitions, and wants.
1: Yeah, that works for me. And I like the idea of like giving them more motivation.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Anything else about the, the faction that we want to talk about or, or any alternative ideas
1: perhaps? Um, I mean, what are they going to be doing to prevent this from happening again?
0: Hmm. That's a very good question, actually.
1: Like, have they somehow become secretly involved in, like, various governments and agencies and they're, like, they're they're part of the space cops, maybe?
0: <laughs> maybe they're actually able to communicate effectively with people who are traveling through the wormholes.
2: Yeah, I do love that. Like, I think um, like what you were saying, if they're if they are somehow organized, like, do you want them to be all organized or do you want them to be like a subsection of them?
0: No, I think having a subsection like I I had very specifically had in mind the people who had lost a world and like their their goal is to warn others not to do it,
2: you know? Mm hmm. Are they are they operating inside the wormhole or have they found a way out of it? That's a very interesting
0: mm-hmm. question. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What if they've figured out a way out and it's something to do with since taking over somebody else's body would not go too well? Um, maybe it's something about inhabiting like technology.
0: So now we're talking about possession of objects. So it's like a yeah. poltergeist situation.
1: Could be like androids are their target.
0: Hmm. I'm
1: not sure how I feel about
0: androids personally, mm-hmm. you know? Cause I feel like androids might be a good way to skirt around the, um, the wormhole situation. Like why not have an entire crew of androids to go through mm-hmm. the wormhole rather than actual people? I mean, know? they
2: could just be physical people, right? Like they're just, they've achieved their physicality. They like, did. They possess people who pass through.
1: Yeah. I guess that could also be the case. Like they they're just so desperate that they reach out for any body that's available.
0: How, how does that work exactly? Because we haven't even talked about that. Like, we literally haven't talked about what happens if the ghost actually catches you, right? Or the, right. the echo actually. Ca- we haven't even talked about that. Like, what, what happens? What's the process? Yeah. I'm
1: picturing like they almost like kick you out. So you become like the ethereal spirit energy thing mm. and they take over your body.
0: I'm not sure Uh, is that the best way forward or would it be more interesting to have two bodies in the same or two, two essences or souls or consciousnesses in the same body is which, which one do you think, or, or is there some kind of other option besides those?
1: I mean, for the, the ones that are desperate to get back into their own body, I imagine that they would want it to themselves, but for those who are like kind of lashing on to anyone, then yeah, I could see a two soul type thing working.
0: Okay. 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 Um, Hear me out here. Um, Oh God, I don't know how to bring this up. So, all right. This is important. I want to talk about the show Severance. And if you have not seen it, you really should. Uh, But there are some concepts in it that I want to talk about in relation to what we're talking about here. So I really want to talk about it. So spoilers ahead, please. Don't spoil it. It's really worth your time to go watch it as clean as possible.
1: Hi, editor Courtney here. Spoilers for the show Severance are coming up. So if you want to bypass those, please skip ahead to the 57 minute, 50 second mark.
0: Okay. So do you remember it in, in Severance when the, the minds converge where the innie and the outie meet and they have flashbacks between those two existences and those two like time periods, and they're not, it's not quite the perfect sync up. Remember, Paulie, I think Paul, is that his name? It, it's like he shows up in the first and second episodes. He has the nosebleed.
2: Oh, oh, the guy who actually got out.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah.
2: Right. Yes. Right. Like he's all fucked up because he's mm-hmm. merging the two sets of memories.
0: Exactly. And he, but he still has, he still has memories from both times and it's hard to reintegrate those memories right. together. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So if your body gets, or if your ghost gets put back into your body, okay, yeah, that that's basically what happens. Where there's a hard time reintegrating those two experiences, but there's a majority of overlap, right? Whereas if you if the other person comes and like introduces themselves in their body, there's no overlap, and there mm-hmm. it's it's it becomes a fight. It becomes mm-hmm. way more difficult to reintegrate or, or to, to like take over that body that way. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I think so. So like the, when it's like the same person, they would merge together and they would be actively remembering or experiencing different things, um, at the same time. But when it's a different one, like half of you might just like black out for 30 minutes
0: or, or there might be something that is like, a psychological trauma of trying to inhabit the same body with someone else at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, again, that's horrifying, but kind of interesting. And it might be, there might be an interesting way for this faction to kind of like do that for this faction to kind of be like, okay, we've actually found someone who's like a lot more dormant or, or like something like may, maybe they're able to inhabit people who are in like, who are comatose or inhabit bodies that are, like, more able to be possessed by a more dominant personality.
1: Hmm.
2: I mean, you could also have them attached to the ship itself. Um, and so the phenomenon doesn't happen until after they get out and then they are affected by it.
0: What, what? So what do you mean by that? Like, are we going back to the possession of an object again, like a physical object?
2: um i mean it seems like more of a freak accident sort of thing like a rarer thing Mm. um or like a not as common as being murdered by ghosts in the wormhole and (laughs) and i wonder if like there's not there isn't a truly fundamental difference between a human mind and and the technology or the the energies that go on in the ship and perhaps the fluke way of doing this is that the ghosts have found a way to attach to the ship because i could see i'm thinking about the scenes Mm. i could see coming out of the wormhole being attacked by pirates whatever and Mm. They see, you know, the pilot pilot or whoever is interacting with the console and something strange has happened. And that's the beginnings of like how this manages to move from, you know, into their body Mm -hmm. rather than just them being murdered by the ghosts usually. Yeah, like they
1: kind of hitch a ride on the ship and then Mm -hmm. could be any amount of time later, like suddenly you start feeling a bit weird because it's slowly making its way into your consciousness.
0: Yeah, and and that would also kind of give more credence as to why Courtney need or uh, Courtney's first tenant, why you need to turn off the electronics because that's how they get in,
1: uh, you know, like yeah, literal yeah.
0: ghosts in the machine type thing. Well, I like that. That yeah, is cool. That works. Okay. Yeah, I think that all works together. Cool. I'm I'm down with that. Uh, and finally, we got to talk about the main story quest. So, what's that going to be? What's that going to look like? I mean, if if it's spooky season, if we're just doing a spooky kind of story, I think that what we were talking about previously, where it's it's hyper focused on like just that I I, I, honestly, if it's a spooky quest, I really just want it to be a story of people going through the wormhole. I think that's the Mm -hmm. most effective, best
2: way to kind of run something like this.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that.
2: So what I was thinking is take it one step further uh, before that. So like a return to the wormhole. So the, in order to incorporate the the ghost possession. So I'm picturing they just come back from a successful jump. Um, and they don't realize that the ghost is in the ship. And you've got this like scientist character or psychologist or something. I don't know, whatever. And she's like examining, she's doing her regular experiments or performance on the ship, whatever she normally does. And she slowly ends up interacting with the computer, which then possesses her. And that's when they start their second journey back into the wormhole, maybe the next one. And now they have a a character that is from the wormhole among them secretly mm-hmm. to start the horror setup for the for the actual story. That's the journey into the wormhole. Did we just make the hit game Among Us? Oh, I don't I don't know what that is. Oh, oh, you mean the <laughs> because there's one of them that's treacherous. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Oh no, we've we've literally made Among Us.
2: My goodness, <laughs> yeah, because that's on the spaceship, right? Y- yeah, or like colonized <laughs> world. But she's not necessarily evil, right? We established they're not trying to murder everyone, right? You know what I mean? Like she's right. the, probably the only good ghost.
0: So okay, so what's what's that ghost character trying to do then? Oh, I don't
1: know. Are they one of the ones that's like trying to get out to to figure out a way to stop? the wormholes from expanding or collapsing.
0: Okay. Hold on. I just realized we need to add in killer clowns here somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just one, you know, maybe, maybe it's like, there's a double possession where one person gets infected by the killer clown and one person. Oh, get, so, so, yeah. Oh, you know, it's, or it it's could like, be the
2: same person to have.
0: Uh, okay. So that's she like can be
2: both bad and good depending on what, what the situation is.
0: Uh, that's like an extra twist. I, I, I was mm-hmm. thinking more of like it's a Terminator 2 situation where you know that two people are possessed and you're trying to like find out which one is the evil one and which one's the good one. Oh, yeah. And, and, and in Terminator 2, the twist is that who we think is the villain is actually – actually good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I like, mm-hmm. that. I like that too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah, because because what I'm trying to avoid is like yeah. the multi- multiple personalities type of like <laughs> – trope which i think is kind of tiring. yeah
2: it would go in that that route it would go in right. the whole what's the name of that movie which was actually decent um stir of this, echoes with kevin bacon no it was like the, th- the the third the sequel to um unbreakable technically oh split yeah
0: yeah and that's not even a spoiler because it's literally in the in all of the you know like advertising and stuff yeah like and and like that's something I am trying to avoid, so I think having two opposing forces is more interesting, especially if though if they can possess other people, then you add in like a the thing element where yeah. it's like if you can yeah. jump from person to person, you know like that might be really interesting that is cool, so mm. it's like a
1: it ends up being this thing where like the good one and the evil one are it's like a race for control of the ship essentially because the evil one wants to get. To civilization as soon as possible so they can continue their killer clown go. rampage.
0: And honestly, if you're running this as a one-shot, it's even it's super mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Because like you're handing out character sheets and then you shuffle up the cards and like you're normal, you're normal, you're normal, you're possessed by a good ghost, you're possessed by an evil clown. You know, <laughs> like everyone gets the character sheets, and then everyone looks at their cards separately and they're like, Okay, I guess I'm an evil clown. Cool. So that way, like, if you're running a one-shot scenario, it always changes. It's always different each time you play it. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. I like that. I, I think that's fun. And uh, steal that for your spooky game this season, if you want, you know. Um. So, yeah. I- 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 did we do it? I think we did it. I think so.
2: Yeah, because the focus is really this encounter on the ship. I mean, you can insert the motivations and reasons afterwards, like... Exactly. Killer clown ghosts. Um, it's a killer clown. So who cares? And then you've got the good ghost. That one has some noble intention and you've got to decide who do you align with. And I'm sure killer clown ghost does not seem evil at first until things go psychotic. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: Um, great. Yeah. Dope. I'm, I'm very excited here. This has been a great setting. I've had a ton of fun. A big thank you to Kyle, the gnome waiter for this particular setting prompt. And remember that if you want us to build your world, you can always go to our website, worldbuildwithus.com, click the link, follow the instructions. And within a reasonable amount of time, we'll be building your world. If you want to follow us on social media, you know where to find us. It's over on Twitter at let's world build. And if you want to come join our discord and talk about world building, spooky stuff or whatever. It's in the description of the episode. You know where to find us. And of course, if you're feeling particularly generous, you can always give us money over on Patreon. Uh, Guess what? Find that in the description. Go to Patreon, type in our name, whatever, and you'll get access to patron-only episodes, early episodes. And when you send in a prompt, your episode will be two episodes long rather than just a single one. So that's brand new and, well, not brand new, but fairly new and uh, very good thus far. So. With all that out of the way, that's going to do it for this episode of World Build With Us. Remember that we love you very much. and We're going to get through this together until next week.